0: Welcome to the IT edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today's episode is with Pooja Agarwal, the VP of Operations at Birchbox. Thanks so much for joining the B2B Nation, Pooja. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited. Uh, Such a cool guest today, love Birchbox, huge fan. Um, And we're obviously talking all about our sponsor today, Home Delivery West. Uh, But first, I want to hear, Pooja, a little bit more about your background and about uh, Birchbox.
1: So when I started out my career, I started out at Guilt group actually for almost seven years, and I did a bunch of different functions there. I was in merchandising, creative operations, strategy, and then about a year and a half ago, I ultimately ended up at Birchbox, where I manage operations. And so at Birchbox, what operations means is warehousing, transportation, procurement, supply chain, um, subscription operations, and web production. So, it's a multitude of different areas that we've brought together.
0: So much going on. And how would you describe Birch Box sort of in a sentence or two?
1: I would consider us a beauty and grooming brand, which offers both a subscription experience that comes monthly and then also an e commerce store where you can go online and shop for the full size products that you've sampled in your boxes.
0: Got it. And how would you say, I mean, in general, this industry has sort of transformed over the past couple years. I mean, Birchbox started a couple couple years ago, five years ago or so? Yes,
1: yeah, five years ago.
0: What about it makes it more unique? Is it sort of the, the supply chain aspect of, you know, how you guys can work with warehouses and, and quickly shift stuff out? Or is it, you know, the, the e-commerce aspect where, uh, you know, you can have folks join via subscription and, and easily access this? Which model, I guess, or are they sort of more advanced in tandem?
1: Yeah, I think, Really, they started out as individual that E-commerce has been around for a while. And then subscription is a fairly new model that I would say came around in the last five years for e-commerce. But honestly, subscription's been around forever, right? There's been magazines, periodicals, things like that. Um, and I actually think the innovative part of this industry is how they are moving together in tandem. And so for us, we can no longer look at the operation in different silos. We really have to think about subscription and e-commerce together and how they play well. So for Birchbox in particular, more and more, the offering we're giving to our customers is they can add full-size items directly with their box and Mm -hmm. get it every month. And so as you imagine, those two operations are merging together in a way and a lot of the new technology and automation and even delivery, all of those things are coming along with that innovation, really. And five years ago, I couldn't imagine being able to combine the two.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I feel like that is sort of a new and exciting way of looking at this because uh, for the most part, I mean, e-commerce companies and subscription companies have sort of been siloed a little bit and sort of done their own thing. And rarely have they been joined, but that's such a great idea. And it seems like such a no brainer, you know, to to join those two elements. And um, and I'm curious too, Pooja, how would you say, uh, I guess in general, the subscription model has sort of changed the way that we look at home delivery?
1: Yeah, I think subscription is really interesting because it's no longer about these one-off orders. For us, it's really about creating a large impact at one time in the month. If you can imagine, for a delivery network, it's pretty hard to deal with that peakiness where, call it for two weeks of the month, I'm shipping a million boxes. So all of a sudden, they have these really large spikes to deal with, but at the same time, it's really consistent volume month over month. So the delivery networks can really bank on getting that volume every month, but they are going to have to adjust around when do they deliver that for us. So it's been an interesting sort
0: of push and pull. Yeah, for sure. And then from a customer standpoint as well, I mean, how have they sort of you know looked at home delivery different? Because I I would imagine too that you know if you are expecting a package on the 15th of every month or whatever the date would be, uh, that you would get a little upset if it's not there that day or are, are people becoming more and more, uh, susceptible to frustration perhaps, uh, when, uh, deliveries are late, if they're, you know, getting something every month and expecting it every month.
1: I actually think we end up finding the opposite of huh, that. So with our commerce side, people are very particular about their delivery date because it was an intentional person purchase right they purchased it expecting it to come a certain day but with us and our subscription we guarantee a ship by date not a delivered by date so we say we're gonna your package is going to ship out by the 10th of every month and then it actually gives us the leeway to choose our delivery method based on what window we want to get it there and so people actually end up being very flexible with when they get their box because to them it's a little bit more of like a present every month yeah and less about an in-
0: Purchase. That makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, it's it's a sort of a, an exciting surprise that uh, yeah, you're just sort of like a surprise party every month a little bit. Mm-hmm. You you can go with that as an advertising campaign. I give you full full freedom <laughs> to steal that idea. <laughs> I'm oh, curious. <laughs> <laughs> what uh? What would you say, Puja? Is sort of the biggest one of the biggest challenges right now? I mean, is it trying to to walk that line, as you said, between e-commerce and uh, subscription model with uh, customer expectations re- with regards to home delivery, or uh, is there something else that you guys are sort of looking to uh, to overcome?
1: Yeah, I would say on the e-commerce side, it's definitely this idea of free shipping and fast shipping, and how do you get those two to play together? Um, but I would say on the subscription side, it's really actually this idea around. How do you smooth out your volume so that way you don't have those huge spikes every month um, is our biggest challenge? Because in one way, you really want to smooth out the volume so it helps you operationally. But on the other hand, it creates this amazing social buzz when a million people get their box at the same time. And that's with all over social media, and you just see Birchbox everywhere. So it's that challenge of figuring out what is the right cadence for shipping out boxes but still creating an impact.
0: Is that an important part of how you guys, you know, determine what is shipped and what is shipped and when? I guess in trying to create some buzz around that that sort of you know movement, is there? Do you guys ever do like promotions or anything like with like I I don't know, thinking for example like a movie where everyone is really excited about this movie and they all in conjunction are able to advertise not only the movie but but Birchbox as well? Or how do you guys sort of structure I guess campaigns or for the most part are you uh, uh, just trying to get you know that Birchbox logo on Facebook at the same time every month by by everyone.
1: I think it's a mix. So sometimes okay. we'll do partnerships with different brand or campaigns. So we did mm-hmm. about a year ago. We did a Mad Men box.
0: Ooh, nice! Which
1: we really want to get out. So at the cool. Time of their season premiere. Yeah, makes awesome. sense. So that's like where timing really matters for us. Otherwise, we're pretty consistent month over month. And saying that our boxes will ship out by the tenth, and okay. so every month you can expect that same splash.
0: So like a, I guess a shotgun approach would be uh, you sort of have, you know, every day of the month people are getting them versus it sounds like you guys are much more targeted where the same. Basically, if, if you're shipping by the 10th, then delivery will be either, you know, 14th through the 18th. Is that sort of the window? So you guys are trying to get everyone their birch box in that window. Is that sort of the uh, the idea or is it does everyone sort of have a different ship by date?
1: No, so everyone has the same ship by date, which is the 10th, but we start shipping out earlier than that. Got it. So we start shipping out like the 2nd. So you can consider your splash probably between like the 6th and the 14th. Got it. Okay.
0: Deliver. Your window is way more accurate than mine, probably. That, that would make <laughs> sense. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like then you guys are uh, going with consistency over uh, randomness. I guess from an operational standpoint, is that just easier to to you know? Say, hey, uh, warehouses, we're shipping off on this date. Make sure you have everything ready by then, because this is when it's going live. I guess that would make more sense for that that sort of one singular date as a goal to be easier than you know a million different dates sort of spread throughout the month, right?
1: us, it actually ends up being a little bit more challenging this way because you can't manage your labor.
0: Got it. Interesting.
1: Because you have to bring in a lot of labor during the time where you're shipping to get all the boxes out. But then for the other two weeks, it becomes a little bit harder to manage that model because you don't have that volume going out. So you rely a lot more on outsourcing and things like that. But from like a planning perspective, it's really nice because you know every month this is my window. This is when I'm going to do it. You don't have to worry about changeovers and things like
0: that. So, is that more customer facing? that sort of strategy, or is it? Sounds like it's a little bit more like that. It makes that experience slightly easier for the customer knowing that you know it's going to ship every every day on the tenth. It's sort of a customer, I yeah. guess, social strategy as opposed to like an operational standpoint. Is is that does that make sense?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Got it. Perfect. We do it really for our customers to make it very clear to them when they can expect their box, and then also at the same time really do it for our social campaign.
0: Perfect. Got it. Awesome. Uh, real quick, I guess, before we hop into the conference here, Pooja, one more question I'm curious about. Uh, how, do you, how do you sort of see home delivery evolving over maybe the next couple of years? And uh, everyone so far for the conference has mentioned drones. So if you can find a way to do it, you get an extra point for the interview.
1: Um. So drones are going to be a thing, Um, Uh, but I think more and more it's going to be really about what's the new way to deliver, right? So drones are an option, but I also think other companies are doing really interesting things, right? Like how do you tap into the periodical delivery network and things like that? So I think really the key is going to be how do you get people – things there incredibly fast, right? Even as expectations now are moving to same-day delivery, you have to think about that. But for companies, we really have to think about the cost of it. Everything is increasing, and it's just its impossible to manage with the network that we all used to manage with a couple of years ago. So I think the people that are going to be most successful in home delivery, including drones, It's going to be the people that are easy to bring to the market. It's not going to be these same big guy delivery networks. I think that are going to keep having a monopoly over it. So even you see regional carriers now are coming out a lot stronger.
0: Is there going to be an Uberification of the like delivery industry? Do you think that's something that's possible where, you know, a couple folks sort of own smaller regional companies who are able to sort of tap into if Birchbox, you know, has a surplus of deliveries and FedEx can't handle it, then a, you know, a local regional company can tap into that and try and deliver them. Is that sort of do you think where it's going or am I just completely making stuff up?
1: No, I. I absolutely think that's where it's going. You already see companies like that popping up. I know there's already companies like that for messenger services, which really operate essentially as an Uber for deliveries. And then they're even doing it on large-scale forums like trucks. And so for freight, I know there's companies out there that will essentially be an Uber for freight pickups. And you can order a truck in, and they'll come, and they'll pick it up, and they'll deliver it. But they've really become an Uber for supply chain. So I absolutely think that's where it's going. It's more on-demand, regionalized home delivery.
0: That's, that's really exciting. And uh, I'm sure something that will be discussed at uh, Home Delivery World West here coming up at the end of August. Uh, Pooja, what are you most looking forward to at, uh, at the conference?
1: I'm really looking forward to meeting not only the other speakers there, but also the different participants. I think this space lends itself to a lot of knowledge sharing. And so I'm really excited to meet other people who are working in the same space and trying to solve the same problems because we definitely don't have it all figured out. So I am very excited to (laughs) learn from other people who may have other pieces figured out that we don't.
0: Absolutely. That's, I think always one of my, my favorite parts of conferences. So um, just that, that mutual conversation and, uh, you know, shooting shooting ideas off of people and hearing their challenges and seeing how that relates to you because it all, it's always crazy how, how often uh, stuff overlaps. You know, whenever I go to conferences, I expect to have, you know, conversations that I or issues that I think I'm having sort of in a silo. And I think it's always refreshing for me to hear how many other people are having similar issues as well. So I think uh, that, that certainly will be the case here. Um, and are you are you speaking at the conference conference? Just... I am. I am
1: speaking you at are. the conference.
0: Okay, cool, awesome. Well what uh what is your I guess keynote on? Do you have a, a topic you've you've picked?
1: Um so it's gonna be around subscription delivery. Subscription home delivery and how does that work in the market?
0: Well, I guess uh, this conversation was sort of a pre-keynote preview. <laughs> so hopefully uh, hopefully, folks can, uh, can tune into this and then tune into the real thing uh, live in person at the conference. So uh, thank you so much for joining me, Pooja. How can our listeners find out more about you and about Birchbox? Bur-
1: Birchbox? you can just go to birchbox.com and you'll find everything you need there. And for more information about me, um, the best place is honestly LinkedIn. That's where you can find the most information about me. And if you ever want to reach out, it's just put to at birchbox.com.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Uh, super excited about the conference and uh, cannot wait to see uh, what you have to say.
1: Thanks. I am quite excited for it as well.
0: To find out more about B2B Nation IT Edition, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Twitter. We'd love to hear feedback from you on how you thought this episode went and any suggestions you have for the future. Thanks for listening.